Hello and welcome to the Business Purpose Trends podcast. I'm Phil Preston and this is your short and sharp weekly update. And today we're looking at corporate purpose transformation. And it might sound scary and it should because like the tsunami that's hitting the business world in slow motion, I would say ignore it at your peril. And we're going to be tapping into the expertise of someone who's been driving such transformation in large companies for 20 years. So stay tuned for that bit. What is corporate purpose transformation? Well, my view is it's when companies put purpose at the core of their business and therefore signal their intention to adhere to that purpose in everything that they do. So you can think of it as a North Star, a rudder, a guiding light. There's many analogies that are used. You'll get the picture. If you're serious, it's not light and fluffy at all. It has a strong governance aspect. It is the board's responsibility and also for them to set some accountability around it at their level as well. It plays a major role in driving strategy and setting the purpose of an organization is very much an exercise in commercial consideration. And a lot of my work is helping executives and leaders understand what those linkages are because historically it has been regarded as a light and fluffy thing that doesn't matter that much, but that is changing, but there's a lot of uh, bridging the gap that needs to be done. A corporate purpose, as I said, drives strategy, but also operational policies and processes need to be aligned to it Um, as distinct from totally reinvented. I think it's more an alignment exercise and it should inspire people to bring their best to work every day. A good example of this is Mars Pet Care. They had been in business for 75 years making products, i.e. mainly pet food. And this business was um, looking to, I guess, diversify into veterinary services as well. So this was seen as a risky move for a company that had traditionally been just in products for so many years. And as part of that process, they did reset their corporate purpose as the slogan, a better world for pets. And that was a success, that transformation and commentators credit much of their success to putting purpose at the core of their business so that people would feel connected to that across the business. So corporate purpose is, I think, for companies or executives and leaders that get the concept that delivering societal, uh, social, environmental, and environmental benefits fuels profitability, which is different to that mindset, the more traditional one where we make money um, and that's our primary goal and then we seek to reduce harms or give a bit back Um, so what we're talking about with purpose is taking a more proactive stance and what it also means is you'll be investing in in certain issues and challenges that certain um, stakeholder groups to the business have so that there's a material and positive impact on your performance that's like a return on investment equation as well whether that's absolute um just increasing profits or performance, or it's relative. It might be relative to competitors. So coming back to Mars and and their pet care business, if they had successfully aligned all of their workforce around this new purpose and they're delivering it well, then they stand to be far more competitive in the market, um, not just for their products, but for talent and and other areas as well. So overall, the mindset shift is that non-financial indicators matter. Getting the key ones right will translate into financial performance and returns. And Yasmin Allen, who is a prominent company director in Australia in a financial review article, um, was quoted as saying she argues that key non-financial metrics actually become financial metrics by driving value for the company over the longer term. So the question is, is every company worth its salt doing this? And if not, why not? Well, it is hard. It's hard work. McKinsey found that 70% of purpose transformations fail to reach their goals. And I think this is because 
conceptually, it's quite a new thing for for the management industry or the the management um, field to be thinking about. And it requires many different parts of of the business to come together, and they have to come together in a very supportive and collaborative way. So realigning a whole organisation is challenging. And Jim Collins, the author of Good to Great, noted that you, you probably spend 1% of your time recrafting your purpose or your purpose statement, and the other 99% will be spent aligning your people to it. But if you get it right, it can lead to massive advantage. And in an age where competitive advantage is a game of inches, corporate purpose transformation has a lot to offer because it's hard to replicate really quickly by competitors. It took Unilever about 10 years to break the back of that process. So let's look at some wisdom, and I'll start with Unilever, funnily enough. So the former CEO by the name of Paul Polman, he oversaw the 10-year purpose transformation um, process. And I'm just picking out a few quotes here that you might find interesting from different people. So Paul Polman said, graveyards are full of companies that have been cutting costs, but ultimately not fulfilled their purpose to do anything useful for society. In Davos this year, James Quincy, the Coca-Cola CEO, said, my business strategy is constant and clear and centered around the business and the things that consumers care about and fixes societal problems. So a very strong mindset there. Ironically, I think their purpose statement is pretty poor, to be honest, um, because it's too uh, high level. They say our purpose is to refresh the world and make a difference. But um, if James wants to sit down and have a chat about that, I'm all for it. Elizabeth Bryan, the chair of IAG, an Australian-based insurance company, says, if you're confused about your purpose, it's hard to do anything. She says it requires authenticity, passion, and commitment to instill a renewed purpose across an organization. And don't bother trying if you're not prepared to give it 100%. It's about building the consideration of your purpose into everything you do. Now, moving on to Chris Nassetta, the CEO of Hilton. People need to know why they work for your company. And if they don't, they're not going to work for you very long. And finally, Hubert Jolly. I've mentioned Best Buy on this podcast before. He's the former CEO of Best Buy, who led a pretty amazing purpose transformation there. Defining a corporate why and making sure it guides decisions and operations has become a cornerstone of doing business. And Hubert Jolly, in a business that was expected to get slaughtered by Amazon, um, I think the share price went up something like 10 times while he was leading that transformation in that business. So you might have heard me mention that I have another podcast called The Purpose Edge, which is longer form interviews. And my most recent episode is with Ramana James, who is the head of sustainability at Dexas. Um, Dexas is a large listed infrastructure slash property asset manager. And in our 55-minute chat, I reckon about 45 minutes of that are pretty stunning insights into corporate purpose transformation. And it's really hard to choose one segment. But here goes, I'm just going to play you a clip of nearly two minutes just so you get some deep insight into this uh, process. Yeah, it's a good insight. So this type of work from the purpose and if you link sustainability ESG practice alongside purpose and driving purpose, it actually is really hard to do because it's not a linear set one strategy or objective and then deliver it through a, through a simple line of execution. It, it's a create a culture, get people bought into a vision, look at how you cascade that across all your elements of an operating system from strategy and business planning to budgeting to leadership development. Like you, you need to think of it in a really systemic way across an organisation 
And so there's two things in that. One, it's really hard to do. There's not many people that are good change leaders that can work and operate in that way. And the second part is it's really hard to replicate, which is what you've just framed, is actually you think, oh, some things you're a first mover on and the advantage can be won but only held for maybe months or a year while someone in your another competitor in your market jumps in and goes at it. But purpose and culture and deeply embedding sustainability and ESG, they take multiple and many years to do well and then continued focus to maintain that. And so it's not easy to replicate. So actually, I think you've got a real, it's a really important point. I think companies that do this well, and certainly we're working on that at Dexas is how we do well on that cascading purpose culture, embedding sustainability and ESG for delivery and execution. I think um, they, if we, if we can crack that nut and do it well, it does create a significant advantage that can be hard to, hard to replicate. So from that, you'll gather there is a lot of gold in the full interview. So I'll put the link in the episode show notes. And if you want to go there directly, it's episode 23 of the Purpose Edge podcast, my other sister podcast. So in my experience, the CEOs interested in corporate purpose transformation, they're not making snap decisions overnight to do it. They tend to intuitively understand that it makes sense, but they just need a bit more structure around it. They need help bringing their people along and aligning them to this corporate purpose, whether it's going to be reviewed or just aligning around the, the current one. And as you recall, Jim Collins noted that that's probably about 99% of the challenge, aligning your people around it. So getting executives, directors, and leaders on the same page so they understand why it makes sense and what the linkages are between performance and profitability and corporate purpose is really the first step in the process, or it should be, because as Elizabeth Bryan noted, you can't really go forward with this unless everyone's on board. So I trust you find these insights into corporate purpose transformation useful, and there's more to check out. If you want to go deeper, you'll find my contact details in the show notes along with the Romana interview link. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Business Purpose Trends podcast. I'm Phil Preston. Have a great day and may the business purpose trend be with you. (music) 